What is up? I hope you are having a fabulous day on this lovely, in my case, Tuesday for you. Well, doom and gloom Tuesday is freaking all cloudy out. I actually love it. I'm in Arizona, so it's always hot. Um, and we're about to get in the nice season. It's 69 degrees outside. I'm not just saying that to say that I'm kind of shoving it. Some people's faces who are struggling with cold still, not here. Anyway, wanted to share something today. I was out on vacation the last uh, week. I left from Wednesday to Wednesday. So uh, I'll be back for almost a week. I'll be back for a week tomorrow. And uh, it's interesting uh, at the making of this video, and I'll send it out. And I, I have no qualms with it. I already addressed it with my clients. So I'm not, I'm not saying anything negative. Is that there's an interesting gap that happens when somebody knows I'm not looking. I'm not going to look. I told them I'm not going to look at any of my stuff. I'm going to spend time with my family. In fact, I also had my Facebook uh, got hacked about two days, three days before I left. And so I couldn't even go on Facebook to view any of that stuff either. So I was literally being able to stay present while I was gone. It's really awesome. But I noticed patterns and I noticed things happening. And I've had all day today, I've had three clients come up to me, and I'm sure there's more, come up with the same problem. And I want to explain kind of how lifestyle change works and why it is simple to lose fat. It is actually really easy to do it. Uh, it's easy to do, but it's hard uh, to accomplish in um, the how. The what's very simple. Eat less calories than you burn, maintain muscle mass by eating enough protein, exercise three to five times per week, accumulating 150 minutes per week of exercise minimum, um, strength training the majority of that time to maintain and build muscle mass, uh, work on your cardio, things like that. It's, it's very simple. It's not, it's not rocket science to do this stuff. But the how is the hard part. The how is finding ways that you operate as a human and adjusting the ways that you operate as a human to get the results that you want. So uh, the, today, what happened, or this last little bit happened, it was spring break as well. So people are on spring break. Old versions of them, old programs of theirs were running. They started to override some of our new programming. And every single day, you are going to be mind-controlled programmed to do something. You are right now. By you listening to this, I am telling you, you need to listen to this right now. That is a form of mind control. And some of you guys who are uh, defiant are like, I'm going to stop right now. Go for it, dude. I don't, I mean, at the end of the day, it's your life. So, but, but otherwise you're being controlled every minute, whether you believe it or not. Um, the news you're listening to is mind controlling you. The things that show up on YouTube to learn, to look up you listening to this podcast has been some sort of mind control, whether it be through marketing, whether it be through the algorithm Whatever it might be, it is a form of control and manipulation. And you get to choose whether it's good or bad, right? My intention today is to give you some great manipulation and persuasion to get you where you want to go because that's where my heart is and that's where my intentions are. So um, all the time we're being manipulated um, and, and our body can do it too. There's you and then there's what I, what's called the anti-you. An anti-you is the person that has all of your cards. They know all the games you play. They know how you operate as a human. And so when they know your best, uh, your, your smallest insecurities or, uh, you, you know, the tricks that will make you do the thing that keeps you the same, um, it'll do that. It'll do that all the time. And not because it wants to hurt you, but because it likes to remain the same. Change is hard for anybody. And so while you're doing lifestyle change, which is the point I'm getting at, is while you're accomplishing and doing this thing called lifestyle change, you is changing as a person. You're modifying your habits. You're changing the way you think. You're doing all these things, and it's very hard to do. And while you're starting your lifestyle change, we are downloading new habits, behaviors, and thought processes, right? We're downloading. We're modifying. We're changing the way that we think. 
And when confronted with something that slows down our downloads, whether it be choice, vacation, uh, spring break, whether it be not choice, uh, tragedy, depression, uh, somewhat depression, right? Anger, upset, loss, something like that. Um, these sort of things can slow down the download speeds and give us a way for us to go, you know what? It's too hard. Uh, it's just hard right now. I'll do it one time's better. And the reality is it's just an arbitrary thing that throws at us. At the end of the day, we need to eat food. We need to exercise. We need to do these things or we'll, we will be forced to do it. Problem. So the people that today, everyone, every single one of them has had a download problem. They are somewhere along the line. They're doing things different because they're not gaining all of the weight back, but they stopped progressing forward. Some of them have gained a couple pounds, um, five pounds here, 10 pounds there, over the course of a month, two months or so. And so when we look at these things, we can go, ah, you're just re-downloading your old patterns and your old processes that weren't working before. No big deal. Where, What areas are you getting stuck at? And I'll just use... I'll use an example that I've used in the past for myself. I used to drink, as I have a monster in my hand right now, I used to drink eight monsters a day. You might be like, that's crazy. You're right, it is crazy. Not good. Um, The pattern was, I would have three in the morning. I would have one coming back from the store. I'd have one at home and I have one at going to work. Then I would not drink any while at work because I was embarrassed. And then what I'd do is after clients left for my gym, I would walk across the street, circle K, and I would drink three more. I would get, I would buy them there. I would drink one on the way. I would drink one pre-workout and then I would drink one post-workout before my evening sessions. After my evening sessions, I would drink one more on the way back from home. I would drink, uh, uh, as soon as I got them, I would drink one in the car. Almost immediately, I would just down it. I would drink another one on my way home. And then uh, because I got there, I would also eat a Reese's fast break because every day I worked out so hard. I worked hard, so I should get a Reese's fast break. Interesting, some of the things we tell ourselves, right? And so that would happen. Now, I, I noticed this is a pattern I didn't like. And so there's a couple different ways that I went about and that you can go about stopping these patterns that you see that are hurting yourself. There's a couple. I don't remember all of them at the top of my head, the number. I think it's three. So we'll go with three. First one is what I call friction. Friction is where you add different um, obstacles in the way of you performing the habit that you're trying to stop doing. So in my case of drinking so many monsters per day, an easy one would be to not have money. If I don't have money, I cannot buy a monster, even if I walk over there. Okay, and this one, actually didn't work for me because the guy at the store saw me in there and I realized I didn't, it was just out of habit that I didn't have my debit card on me. And he's like, you know what? I know you're gonna come back tomorrow. I'll just, I'll just charge you for him tomorrow. I work tomorrow. So didn't work. Okay. So adding a friction point at, so maybe, maybe for you it's eating cookies or, or late night snacking. Okay. Put a bell on the fridge to where when you open it, the bell goes off with the little, little, uh, like cowbells. Um, Put Oreos or whatever cookie at the bottom of your pantry. Um, Put a rubber band around your pantry handles. Something you have to do to take one extra step to do the task that you're trying to avoid doing. Those little things, although they might sound juvenile or whatever, is going to give you an opportunity to ask yourself, am I sure? Am I sure I really want this? And that's all we need. All we need is a little sure. And if that thing doesn't work, cool. 
we can find other different things we can do. Okay, that's adding friction and also taking away friction from things that we want to replace it with. So as an example, if I wanted to replace it with, um, let's say, drinking more water, I would in the morning have a gallon of water that's already filled from the night before. It's already done. It's already there in front of me. So the only thing I can do is drink it there. Okay, it's right there. Like, and I already put in the work to do it, so I might as well do it. That is taking away friction. I'm going to be thirsty. I could drink water. I could drink Monster. Well, water's already here, so I might as well drink that. Okay, and then put flavoring in my water. That way I have different flavors, and I can have different stimulus and all these things. That's taking away and adding friction. Another one is the mind game, is the mental game of going to somebody. What does somebody who does the action that I'm doing look like? What do they feel like? In the case of somebody who drinks eight monsters a day, you're probably unambitioned, lazy, likes watching motocross still, um, wears dickies, uh, hats with uh, famous stars and straps on it, has probably the stupid diamond tat or star tattoo with all the half, you know, triangles of different colors, black and empty, black and empty has a biohazard symbol somewhere in their belonging, uh, has acne, still lives with their parents. Not that that's a negative thing always, right? Get shit happens, but still lives with their parents, plays video games all day, acne all over the place, just gross, not ambitious at all. Ugh, if I keep doing the same thing that they do, I'm going to take on that stereotype. Not good. And you might be like, oh, that's mean to do to yourself. Yeah, sometimes the truth hurts, pal. And so you're going to have to have a nice daily dose of reality. So that's what happens. That's a stereotype. And then and then also just kind of, uh, I wouldn't say gaslighting yourself, but by saying, are you freaking serious, bro? Eight a day? How are you not dead? That's pathetic. That stuff, not fun. Not what, oh, it makes you feel nice. But you know what's worse? Freaking doing the action that you're doing. It's likely way worse. As I'm talking about this, I'm like, oh, I need to stop. I'm going to stop drinking monsters altogether. This will be my last one. Be my last one, and I'm done. So that, uh, the, the third option, um, which is important too, is having reminders of where you're going. Oftentimes when we start going back to old habits and behaviors, is we just lose sight of where we're working towards. We have no, we have, we have no, and we have no goals in mind. We have no ambitions we're working towards. And when you don't have those things, it's really easy to go back to what you used to do. Low ambition, low expectations of what you want and status quo. And status quo is, I mean, I went to, I had my car fixed by a family friend uh, when I, when we got back from Hawaii, cause my car actually also too died the day before we were leaving, which is really cool. Um, and, uh, I went to a gas station I used to go to all the time when I was drinking all my monsters and the lady was there that still worked there when I, like I'd moved away from this place. I live like three miles away and the same lady still works at the same gas station. It's been like eight years, seven years and she still works there. Not that like, Hey, it's terrible to work at a gas station. No, but you should be running that place in eight years or, or having a, different job, a higher paying job, acquiring more skill than ringing up someone's cigarettes and monsters and cake and gas. You know what I mean? You should, you should acquire more skill than that in eight years. Pretty wild, pretty wild. 
but that's her. She lives with the status quo. The status quo is I work at a gas station. I'm going to work at a gas station forever. And eventually I'll die. And I won't have any ambition. I'll, lay, I'll st- still live in Arizona. Still live in East Mesa. Probably live in Apache Junction. In my single house, I won't vacation. If I do, it's going to be somewhere in the state. Uh, my my highlights of my weekend or, or the highlights of my week or my weekends when I get to drink my beer and smoke my cigarettes and have a bowl or whatever. That's just a life I don't want to have. But if we're never yearning for something bigger than what we have now, you're always going to stay stuck, and you're always going to stay by the status quo. And those that old pattern that we're trying to overwrite will continue to just bombard our brain. With the old shit that doesn't work, that that makes us that got us they got us to the point where we're not happy. You know what I mean? So with all that being said, have a freaking awesome day. Take life by the horns today. Kick some ass. Take some names. And those are the exact steps I have my clients doing. And watch, they're gonna crush it. They're gonna go out and absolutely kick butt and take names this week. And I'm really pumped for them. I'm at my physical therapy appointment, and this is what happens when you don't stretch properly and you need to get work done. And I have numbness in my shin, and I got to get it fixed. So that's where I'm at gonna be fun so i hope to come back with some good news on what to do and how to fix things and that's all i got for you guys have a great freaking day kick some butt and i'll talk to you soon bye